going down. Come the worst, my people's come first. When worst come the 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 worst. When worst come the worst, my people's come first. When worst come the worst. When worst come the worst, my people's What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Man, I got another show for you this week. That's right, Sorcerer Chromatic is off uh, this week. He will be back probably next week. And then the following week, we have Firestone Walker. I'm not sure ex- how exactly we're going to record. I got something in the can for y'all, so maybe I'll just put that out. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We'll drink that beer when it's served to us. And But I'm going to have some fun today, some beer fun with y'all. Um, it's going to be a nice, quick, short show for you this week, hopefully. I don't know. I'm starting to record. Maybe I might start, you know, rambling on and start getting long and long-winded, and this thing will go for like an hour and a half. But I doubt it. I think uh, I'll wrap this up nice and quick for you. Come back with another full show next week. Um, so don't forget to follow us on Untapped and Instagram. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. So let's get to the beer, then, shall we? So today I have in front of me from our good friends in Phoenix, Arizona, from Renhouse Brewing Company. I have their Wally Nelson, which is of the Nelson series, and it comes in a uh, one pint uh, can. And they actually have the ABV on it this time. It's 11%. It's a triple IPA. Um, it is their their uh, Nelson series. They've been coming out all sorts of different. They, I think they, I think the first one was Good Boy Wally, and then they had Bad Boy Wally, and then there's so many different styles. Um, friend of mine out here, Greg Visits Breweries, he is on Instagram. Some of you out there follow him. Uh, he's got every single can, every single Wally can, and he uh, had the video that he posted. Uh, it was a a few months ago of, of all the cans and uh, up to that point because there's been I think he said three since so. Um, I ran into him this weekend. I'll talk about that in a little while. But right now, um, let me crack this Wally Nelson open. All right. All right. Immediately, I get a big, huge uh, aroma. Very sweet and fruity. Uh, lots of uh, um, lots of tropical fruit in there. I think I'm picking up like some uh, mango. Some pineapple, definitely some pineapple. Yep. And I don't know. Um maybe a little bit of uh some like honeydew or cantaloupe in there too. Um there is definitely a uh whole bunch of fucking flavors in there. It's sweet, definitely a juice bomb. This one's fantastic. I haven't had a Wally in a while. I can't even remember the last Wally I had. Um as a lot of you know. The uh, the Wally series got a cute little pooch on the front. This one, uh, it's got some uh, some braids coming down. Some uh, um, what do they call them on the uh, pigtails? You think? Uh, I wonder what Willie calls them. Uh, Willie tails. Anyway, and then he's got a bandana with stars on it. Definitely evoking a lot of Willie Nelson feels on this can. And this one is really good. This is a fantastic beer. Oh my god, this is super duper sweet, juicy. This is a big old fucking juice bomb. Uh, coming at you with some orange, some citric uh, flavors in there. A pineapple in there, a little bit of melon. And yeah, so this is uh, 
they dry hop with the HBC 586 and it's a collab with Zia Records. This uh this beer is a collab. So yeah, um this is definitely one of their better ones that I've had and I know a lot of my friends out here have had every single one just like Greg and I'm not sure uh, which one. I never asked him what his favorite one was. If I did, I don't remember. So, um, yeah, this one definitely uh, is on top of the charts for me. Oh, see what I did there? And I will rate this later during my untap portion of the show. But right now, it's time for some beer news. All right. First one comes to us a little bit from the big beer side of the industry and the sports side of the industry. Here, here's the headline. NFL legend Troy Aikman blitzes beer brands that, quote, are taking shortcuts to gain consumers, unquote, amid Bud Light uproar. Came out with a video. And in the video, he's sitting at a desk with a case of eight light lager in front of him, which a lot of you know is his beer brand. I don't know how m much involved he is with brewing of the beer or coming up with the recipe, but he's definitely the spokesperson and it is definitely named after him. So he definitely went, so he does have some stake in the beer. According to the website, uh, Troy Eggman says, my co-founders and I have spent the past two months, this is written uh, back in April of 2022, so over a year ago. Uh, they spent the last two months uh, visiting bars and restaurants and houses and, you know, back alleys and people talking to craft uh, drinkers of beer, what they want. They want something uncompromised, blah, 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 blah. So they came out with their own light lager. And in the video, this recent video, uh, Troy Aikman says, everyone's talking about beer companies these days, he said, but nobody's talking about beer. <laughs> Hey, that's what I'm doing every week, asshole. Uh, no, he didn't say that. I said that. Let's see, where was I? <laughs> uh, I started with eight. I started eight with the goal. I, now it's all of a sudden, what about we? We started. What about your co-founders? Did you buy them out? Um, I started eight with the goal of creating a company dedicated to making really great light beer. Is there really, really great light beer? Um, no agenda. No distraction. No distractions, just great fucking beer. And that's uh, what he has to say about uh, people who are trying to come up on Bud Light's, their, their recent trend downward. I was reading this article and they started a new marketing campaign, Bud Light did. Uh, the company is offering a rebate for customers from eligible states. The rebate promises an amount equivalent to the purchase price of one 15-pack or lager. Or lager. What the hell does that mean? Or larger. Excuse me. <laughs> See, that's what happens when I read a beer article. Larger looks like lager. A 15-pack or larger, up to $15 of Bud Light, Budweiser, Budweiser Select, or Budweiser Select 55, paid via Anheuser-Busch digital prepaid MasterCard. I don't like rebates. I see, I go to Safeway all the time. I have the little Safeway app, the grocery store around here. And, uh, you know, they have the deals on there. Sometimes I search beer. If I search beer, it won't come up. But if I go to um, the category and then they'll come up by the brand name. So I don't know which brand name. Sometimes they'll have like Sam Adams 
on special or Bell's Too Hearted they had on special. Like, I think it was like I bought two six packs. Then I had like, I get like $10 off. I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking good. It's almost like a, a six pack for free. Um, so anyway, so on, yeah, every time I see that they, oh, there's a deal on, on beer and I look, it says, oh, well, you know, rebate via digital uh, prepaid card. I'm like, fuck that noise, dude. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to deal with all that. It's just, a, it's a hassle to me. For those of you out there who do it, you know, good for you. For me, fucking hassle. I don't want that. Just give me cash. Give me a check. <laughs> Venmo me or some shit. Um, PayPal. Uh, let's see. Based on recent prices for Bud Light products, however, in some cases, this would be giving packs of beer away for free. Online searches of local beer retailers find many offers under $15 for 15 packs or larger of these Budweiser products, making the products free after rebate, including sales tax or any state restrictions. Um... Ever since the um, after the or I, ever since the controversy that Bud Light started the incident or whatever you want to call it, the videos kick started the the videos with uh, um, what's her name? It says the Mulvaney branded. I forgot. I forgot her first name. I apologize, but um, the video kick started conservative efforts to boycott the product. Though Anheuser Busch insisted that the can was not intended to be publicly sold, the outrage continued to affect sales. According to data from Bump Williams Consulting, sales for Bud Light were down at 23.6% compared to one year ago. God damn, that's, that's a big drop. Uh, Aikman's beer is only found in Texas, according to this website. The percentage of its revenue also goes to charity organizations, including the Military Warriors Support Foundation, Back on My Feet, The Common Market, and Project Lorenzo. Anyway, um, I thought the whole... The biggest piece of information out of that whole article, the only reason I read it was because I, it was eye-opening when I saw that year-over-year uh, -year sales for Bud Light were down 23.6%. Holy shit. All right. This next story is out of Baltimore, Maryland from the Baltimore Banner. Flying Dog Brewery will end production in Maryland as it sells to New York Company. Uh, this is reported uh, May 22nd, 2023. Uh, Frederick's Flying Dog Brewery is being sold to New York's FX Matt Brewing Company and will start and will shift all its operations from Maryland to New York, the company's announced Monday. Flying Dog CEO Jim Caruso could not be immediately reached for comment because he was in St. Bart's. No, uh, but it said in a statement that while Frederick is a great place to live, and do business. Unfortunately, even though we have invested millions of dollars in the brewery, it has too many limitations and puts Flying Dog at too great a competitive disadvantage. Flying Dog will cease all productions in Maryland by August, but plans to build an innovation brewery in Frederick. Uh, the company also operates a tap room at Baltimore, Washington International Thurgood Marshall Airport. The news comes at a time of upheaval for Maryland's brewing industry. Beverage giant uh, Diageo is preparing to end manufacturing next month of Guinness Baltimore Blonde and other products in the state as it shutters its Halithorpe facility. Or Halethorpe, excuse me. Uh, and several other area breweries, brewers have shut down during the pandemic amid a shift in consumption patterns. 
Lion Dog's chief marketing officer, Ben Savage. Hey, Ben Savage. Ain't that the uh, motherfucker from Boy Meets World? He's with Flying Dog now? Good for him. Uh, anyway, he alluded to the shifting sales environment in the statement Monday saying that the sale to FX Matt Brewing Company gives, quote, gives our brand immediate capabilities and flexibility to adapt to the changing consumer preferences. There will always be a market for great beer, but the lines between beer, cocktail, spirits, and wine continue to blur. FX Matt Brewing Company gives Flying Dog significant resources to not only optimize our current production portfolio but also quickly develop products in new emerging categories you know i someone as big as flying dog i wonder what their their liabilities are because i would think that maybe instead of selling out if you're big enough why don't you start buying other companies uh, is that am, am I wrong to think that way? If you start buying other companies, you become a little bit bigger, and once you get bigger, you can start buying more, and then you can control. I don't know. That's that's just the way I <laughs> I thought. I just came up with that myself. But I don't know their books. Maybe the guy was in dire straits and he was at its wits' ends, and he's just like, you know what? Um, we got to sell before our shit goes down even more. So, whatever. Flying Dog, um, yeah, we, we got him out when I was in California. I had, haven't seen him a lot out here in Arizona. I'm not upset about it. I mean, uh, maybe there's some Flying Dog heads out there that are upset about it. But uh, I don't know. There's 9,000 breweries out there. You know? Fuck them. Go find another one. All right. And that's all I have for the beer news this week. And since Sorcerer Chromatic is not here, I will forego the cold brew list and go straight to our last segment where I get to talk about anything. All right, so a couple weekends ago on Mother's Day weekend, on Mother's Day, actually, uh, I went um, with my daughter and my daughter's mom, my ex, and my ex's mom, my daughter's grandmother. Um, I, I initially said, hey, let's go on Saturday because usually I have my daughter on Saturdays. I go, hey, let's all go to the Giants game. And... Um, my ex said, oh, she was already invited to a birthday party. She already RSVP'd. And she said, well, what about on Sunday? I'm like, all right. I, you know, I figured usually it's, and I've talked about it on the show. I love Mother's Day. I don't have to do shit. The only thing I got to do is just call my mom, you know, to say, hey, what's up? Happy Mother's Day. Love you. How you doing? How's your day going? Um, and, you know, I, I, it's easy. And then I have it off. I can go out and do whatever I want, which is kind of like all my Sundays anyway. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, this Sunday I had to actually do some on Mother's Day, but I didn't mind because I got to go to the Giants game and they ended up losing uh, with a walk-off by a purple-haired guy on the Diamondbacks. I forgot his name. Um, it was a pretty tightly pitched. I think it was, I want to say it was like a no-hitter on both sides going into the fourth or fifth inning. It seemed kind of boring at first. Uh, I think the, uh, the Giants... I don't. I'm not sure. I think Conforto may have broken the the no hitter uh, with a home run, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, anyway, they ended up losing. I had a good time though. Um, we said I I bought uh, I bought the I bought all the tickets. Um, I felt it was uh, um, you know it was like a Mother's Day gift, you know. So it was my treat. So we we got there and uh, we got up to the suites. We I bought uh, the club level tickets. We didn't get to the suites. Excuse me, a suite level. But club seats, so we were out outside. We were we weren't in a suite. Um, I gotta look that up. See, I wonder how much suites are. 
but probably more than I could afford. I'd have to probably invite a lot of people and then ask them to chip in. But um, nevertheless, we got there and then the, we had our own little uh, concession uh, area, um, you know, in that level. And, you know, the funny thing is, uh, so we, we get in line to get into the ballpark and we're waiting in line where, you know, they check your bags and then you have to go through the, the metal detector. And then some guy off to the side opens up like off to the with no metal detector. So we walk over to him and he he just checks our tickets. So we, we could have got in with the weapon. But I was a complaint. I didn't have a weapon. None of us did. I left my knife at home. And then we get up to the the only then we get to the elevator because um my daughter's grandmother is disabled. Uh she's not like in a wheelchair or anything, but she's got a bad back from a botched surgery. Oh, she had a bad back and then she had tried to have back surgery and then it got botched. So she's even like, so she can't, um, so she could walk, but she's, you know, really slow. And she's even, she's, she's got a, a placard and everything too. So when she goes to the store, she can park in one of the spots. So we get in without even being checked. Um, they did check our tickets. So, you know, at least they got there. But then when we got into the elevator to go up to the, uh, the 200 level, they didn't even check our tickets to get into the elevator where they were checking people's tickets and I had my phone out ready, but they didn't even check. So <laughs> we could have got in with a knife up to the club level. And like right when you get off the elevator, the owner suites are right there. So I'm just saying someone, you know, someone crazier than me could, uh, you know, try to break. I'm sure I don't even think the owners were there. <laughs> Why the hell would they be there on a Sunday? Um, But, you know, the, the Diamondbacks are, aren't, you know, aren't doing bad. I think they're... uh. I want to say like six games above 500 or something like that. They are second place in the uh, in the West, and they're like six games or maybe even seven seven games now above the Giants, who are in third place. So they're doing well. No one can catch the fucking Dodgers though, fucking assholes. Um, so yeah, we uh, then we get to the uh, we get to the concession stand. You know, I, I want to get a um, I'm gonna get something to eat, just at least a hot dog and a beer. I think I got a, a Four Peaks Hazy. And it was a, I think it was a 12 ounce um, plastic cup. And I think it was like seven bucks. I'm like, that's not bad. You know, you got a hazy IPA for seven bucks. Yeah, it's not a full 16 ouncer. But when I went back uh, to buy um, a second beer, I believe, once I got a Michelob Ultra uh, for, it wasn't a, it was a tall boy. It was a 16 ounce. I don't remember what I paid for. It could have even been like a 20 or 24 ounce. Once I paid like 13, 14 bucks for it. But that's all I had. I didn't really need much um, at the game um, because the games are so fucking fast now. <laughs> you gotta, uh, you have to, uh, um, you have to buy your. I, you know, I I should have checked. I wanted to check because I knew that they would stop pouring. They usually stop pouring at seven in the seventh inning, right? But I, I know there was a bunch of owners that wanted to push it to eight innings because of the pitch clock now. The games are much faster. The games are like two, two and a half hours, but it was still a fun uh, day out. Um, I bought tickets, uh, like I said, on the club level in the first row. So there's nobody in front of us. Had a great time. Um, my daughter kept wanting to throw stuff over the side. I was scaring uh, her mom the whole time. And I was just like, I knew she wasn't going to do it. Even if she did, it's like, oh, oh, well, kids are kids, right? <laughs> but her mom was, was having anxiety attacks every time she thought, or, or like she was, she would prop her phone up on the rail to take a, a still picture of the game or the field. And uh, her mom kept thinking, <laughs> be careful, don't drop it. <laughs> uh, too much. Um, but it was fun. Had a good time. 
yeah, that was a that was a good time at the ball game, even though we lost. And then I think after that, the Giants won like four in a row. After that, like you fuckers, you couldn't you couldn't win when I was there. I don't think I don't know if they've ever won. I think the last time I went was like three or four years ago, and they lost. Um, I forgot who they played. Ah, just kidding. They lost to the Diamondbacks uh, five to two. Um, yeah, so that was that was a good uh, Mother's Day, and then last Sunday, this past Sunday. I went to a couple grand open. Well, I went to one grand opening, one soft opening of some brewery tap rooms here in the valley. The first one I went to was Goldwater Brewing. They opened a new tap room in South Tempe, and there was it was nice. <laughs> For first first stop, I get there, I get to the spot, and it's a brand. It's like a brand new building, and excuse me. And I see cars like going through a drive-thru. I'm like, oh shit, they got a fucking drive-thru. Like, <laughs> you, I know they have some drive-thru uh, liquor stores around here. And I'm like, wow, they got a drive-thru? That's awesome. And then I look and it, oh, it's a coffee. Like Black black Rock Coffee or something like that. And I'm like, oh, it's a it's a coffee shop. They're just, they have a small little drive-thru window on the back of the building. So they're in this, they occupy the same building, but uh, Goldwater takes up. You know, I guess like three quarters of it, most of it, and uh, yeah, it was it was cool. Um, I saw my friend uh, Mike Big Sexy Silva there, and said hi to him. Um, and I was teasing him because I was going over to his place next. And then I saw um, a couple of the owners of Goldwater, and they don't really know who I am, but I know who they are because um, you know they're way more famous than me around here. So I, I went up to him, I introduced myself, and just congratulated him on. Um, on the new place and i thought it was gorgeous and one of them was telling me oh yeah we planted this this over here and that over there you know as far as you know sprucing up the place because it was still kind of bare but you know they was they still had all the beer man they had everything flowing everything was working well i guess they just wanted to look make it look a uh, um a little bit prettier which i i get you know it's their grand opening so little by little that, that place will slowly come to shape and definitely a great spot if you're down there in south tempe and then after that, I drove over to Glendale and oh, about the beers I had over there, I had a peachy, I had their peachy, which is a hazy IPA and it was all right. The hops were, weren't of my liking. I was kind of hoping for more of a, a stone fruit. You know me, I love my stone fruit IPAs and I wasn't getting that. If it was there, there was some other flavor that was just throwing it off for me, another hop and I didn't bother looking it up. Uh, and then the other one I got was their Saison. Which was really good. I, I I enjoyed that one um, better than their hazy IPA, and I think that one's called the Stinger, and that was that was an excellent beer. I like that one. Uh, so after Goldwater South Tempe, I went over to Simple Machine has a new tap room in in Glendale downtown Glendale, and so I drove over there, and my friend Mike Big Sexy Silva is one of the managers of the place. That's why I was teasing him. Oh, uh, how come he was playing hooky? And so I went over there and I, and well, when I was in Goldwater, South Tempe, I, uh, I, I posted something on my stories and then my buddy, Matt Hines, uh, Biff's Brewing, you know, on, on Instagram at Biff's Brewing, um, he's, I am, I'm over at Simple or, or he, he DM me, said he was going to be at Simple Grand. And if he, uh, if I was able to come out. And I'd already planned to go over there. So I'm like, yeah, man, I'll probably be there like around 2.30-ish. So I think I got there around 2.30. But I walk in and I see uh, 
Greg uh, visits breweries was there talking with the manager and the bartender and I walk in and yeah so I started talking for and I see Matt in in the back in the back like along the back wall and I and I give him a little nod but I got if you ever met Greg visits brew he's very magnanimous he's very dynamic and he's definitely um definitely uh, fills the room let's put it that way he's uh he's a he's a great dude and so I got to talking with him for like I don't know two or three minutes and finally I I introduced him to Matt and then he and I started uh, all three of us started talking about beer and uh, we were talking and that's that's when we were talking about the the Wally Nelson and uh, we were talking about all sorts of stuff we were talking about the breweries he'd been to and you know I was asking him different questions and I um, I've asked him before and he said yes to come on the show and I told him like we really got to do something this time and he said yes of course and and it's it's all on me really it's not him so uh, yeah he's coming up uh, on 1500 breweries so uh, we're gonna um, when he's gets close to that I'm gonna reach out and then we'll set up something and uh, do a little recording I want to talk to him about a lot of the breweries he's been to and I got a lot of questions to ask so should be a fun um, fun little recording so yeah it was a good time went there uh, was there had a couple of their beers uh, there I, I had their their dark IPA their black IPA I think or was it the black lager ah shit I forget that one was pretty good but I, I really dug their um, seventh inning stretch as a hazy IPA. Um, that's the one. Uh, that's the one I got second. Love that one. But I only had those two. And then uh, that was it. That was the end of my beer adventures. I got home, had a couple more beers, and dude, it was like around eight o'clock. Um, and basically, I just passed out like <laughs> like around eight eight thirty. And I don't remember anything until I woke up like around two or so, I think, in the evening or in the evening in the early morning. Yeah, so it was a um, it was a fun day out. Uh, saw a lot of cool people, and I might go out again this Sunday, um, back to Simple Machine Grand, and meet another friend out there. So, uh, if you guys can, uh, those of you who live local, check out the new Goldwater. I dig it. Oh man, and the Simple Machine Grand, holy shit, their bar, it's gorgeous. I think it might be the the prettiest bar in the valley. You guys tell me if I'm wrong or not. You guys check it out. It's all like all wood. It's all, I must say, it's all one piece. No, <laughs> they, they have the wood bar and it's very ornate and it's got all the carvings and the, and the bar back or, or whatever, or the hutch in the back, you know, where the, they have a big old mirror and it's all the same wood and it's stained the same. It's just gorgeous, gorgeous piece. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's immaculate. It's, it's beautiful. It's breathtaking. The, the bar is probably the best bar uh, that I've seen in a long time. So, um, yeah, get out there to Simple Machine Grand in Glendale. It's on Glendale Avenue. They call it Grand because it's close to Grand Avenue, which is a big street um, that cuts diagonal through the whole city of Phoenix and Glendale. Um, it's, uh, it's gorgeous. And, yeah, it's, it's what more can I say? I'll just end it right there. I'll land right there. So let's uh, get back to this Wally Nelson a fucking fabulous beer. Holy shit. The well, the Nelson series is great. It's a fun idea. Um, Greg told me they're all triple IPAs. And I believe him because he's got all of them. Um, like I said, I haven't had all of them. I've only had a few of them. Uh, early on, they, they were easier to get. And then like once they started coming out with them like every other week or every couple weeks, then they were a little bit harder to get. They weren't widely as widely distributed out here in the uh, on the west side uh, at the at the... Let's put, let's put it this way. At the places that I was frequenting, they did not have all of them. And so now there's there's more out there. 
and there's more to come i'm sure because this seems like their fun little pet project they got over at Ren House. i dig this one better than their spellbinder ipa which was is their gold winning uh ipa juicy ipa but that one's not a triple this one is a triple this one's fabulous this was really this one's really good i'm gonna give this one a 4.7 on untapped so let's see here going to my untapped app Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's got to come up wally nelson and there it is 4.23 that's it i'm very surprised oh i got one friend who checked in and gave it a 5.0 let's see who that friend is uh ally my friend ally um she gave it a 5.0 well deserved five out of five hands down uh, she got it oh craft beer hop stop that's uh my buddy uh alan's place God, I haven't seen him in a long fucking time. I had, I don't get out much anymore. Tell you, now that I'm over here on the west side, um, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to, to make the trip. Even when I was in Glendale, it still take me like about 20, 30 minutes to get to his place. So, uh, so nice and humble. And I remember seeing him uh, at Simple Machine, their their first spot when they first opened. I saw him at the grand opening. That was kind of cool because I I got to see him outside his element, and he and I got to hang out and talk for a little while. So. That was awesome. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so Wally Nelson, 4.7. I remember now I was uh, rating my beer. I'm going to say it is it is sweet and juicy. Save and check in. Uh, no, oh, here's a badge. Haze for Days, level 17. Also got some um, promotions. One is find the best American IPAs in the country. Read more. And then Fat Cat Surprise. Thank you for downloading. Uh, so uh, I guess it's time for me to wrap up the show. So thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. And my co-host is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time. Oh